All right, man, we live. We're all the way here with live. Law the Barber. Good morning, good morning. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> uh, tell the people where you're from. So I live in Bethlehem, PA. Um, I run the barber shop. It's called The Barber Pill. I'm Law the Barber, also known as Lawrence. <laughs> Shout out to the for the YouTube and watchers and those watching in. He's got his logo, which is a logo. comb and the straight razors around a pill. Yes, exactly. Which is, uh, it signifies um, the razors are the kids, the combs are me and my wife, and the pill is the wealth of information See? that we all put into the pill. So is meaning behind everything. You should be intentional with anything you do. So I was intentional when I was creating that because um, even the clients have to contribute to that pill so that others can take from it. It's almost like we're creating something, but everything, everybody can use it. It's like a circle. Like a circle. That's dope, man. Like life, yeah. That's super cool. Yeah, man. See, I didn't even know all that. Yeah. This one wasn't, you had that logo designed before we actually met. Yeah, I drew that by hand, just like how I did the, the other logo. The rights vending. I drew it by hand. I will throw that up. We just finished. Uh, mm -hmm. So Law's a serial entrepreneur. What he's doing main time right now is the barbershop. Um, and then in addition, he's starting a vending business, Rights Vending. So we've known each other a couple of years yeah, now, yeah. probably. About two years straight, yeah. Two, two plus, years. Two plus. We knew each other before Corona. Yeah, way before so, that. So that's two, three, yeah. That's three years ago there. <laughs> so you're talking about like five years. Yeah, all together. Probably. Yeah. Uh, that's good. And it, it originally started through... It's amazing. I'm going to have each of you guys individually, kind of your group of team that, mm -hmm. that your group of brothers that yes. brought me in and said I could gain value from it. And Absolutely. then, yeah. you know, it took me a bit to get and give value. Whenever I'm a part of something, I want to give value back. But it started with uh, Fredo Pimentel. Fredo, Fredo. <laughs> I was in uh, uh, ID wraps over in Slatington. I was working designing vehicle wraps That's and he it. came in and I got teamed up with him to do his logo. Mm -hmm. And and um, he ended up, he ended up doing a, a he wrapped the vehicle and then yes. he did a second fleet. Yeah. The drain surgeon, right? Yeah. Drain yeah. surgeons. He's a plumber. So Fredo Pimentel, I'm going to have to throw a ton of logos up. This is going to oh, look yeah, like that. a self-promotion for me because I'm throwing up all these logos you guys paid well, me to do. It. That's it. But um, no, he invite, uh, introduced me to Isaiah Myers. The electrician. <laughs> the electrician, your friendly neighborhood electrician. That's I had it. designed a logo for him. And Isaiah is crazy. He actually just texted me uh, awesome. yesterday. He's uh -huh. looking to get something else done. So I got to get back to him. Yeah. But um, he's the one that introduced me to you. That's what I was saying. He referred so many people to a me. A lot. A lot. He's always doing that. Always helping someone. Yeah, I, I, at least helpful. like a dozen. There's there's one other guy I got to shout out. Uh, shout out to Les Smith, a serial entrepreneur. Mm. He's probably hired me, I don't even know, six, seven, eight. I, I lost count. He's hired Projects. me for a ton of different brands. Projects, he's got yeah. Big Papa's Restaurant over in okay. Easton. Yeah. He's got um, Young Enough LLC, like a contracting oh. business. Okay. He just started something with uh, Shark. I'll have to have him on to talk about it. It's like, uh, I forget what the acronym is. I'm going to mm. mess it up. So I'm not even oh, going to try. <laughs> but, you know, success, yeah, happiness, man. acronym. But um, he, my phone, I'm not even on social for mm. two years. And mm. my phone goes off. Oh, talk to Tony Ortiz. Talk to Tony Ortiz. Yeah, no, Whatever people ask about. Yeah. I've referred people stuff. to you too because of that, you know, um, when Isaiah shot me over your information and um, you were you were able to help me um, digitize that 
that uh, commercial with the short, the short that you did for me with the logo, with the samurai That's swords, right? Samurai sword and the the electric uh, colors. The electric the, colors. Which yeah. one do I do with the so electric? It sounds like electrical shock waves coming out of the logo, and it's spinning. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. and it has, and then the little hip hop thing drops. Uh That's right. Yeah, I see that. That's right. That was the first one. Yeah, that was the big. That's the biggie. Um, And that, and that's why the second project came to you. So, well, I'm gonna throw it up here. I'll throw up a a version of that. That was from two. Honestly, because I had started getting the motion graphics like 2017. We might have known each other five years, bro. Yeah, no, yeah, because Uh. they started with the samurai sword, chopping up the logo, putting it in pieces. That was the first part of making the logo, separating it yeah. in pieces. Yeah, and I had no. Since then, I've started my my martial arts journey, but I had no idea like how much. Like I understand now, knowing to get you a little bit. Shout out uh-huh. to Exalt Jiu Jitsu and Exalt, yeah. Evan Robinson, Exalt. another one yeah, of the brothers <laughs> who I was introduced to afterwards mm-hmm. at uh, the dinner you guys go to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, set your goals. So yep. for those just listening and those that don't know Law or myself personally, a group of gentlemen get together every year in the beginning of the year mm-hmm. and set goals for three months, six months, and 12 months. Yeah. And then they meet again for dinner at those times to talk about how the goals have been going and a check-in. and what went. But um, I think the podcast came out of that. I, I had a, a third goal set right. up and I'm yeah, like, well, I got go. three months left and I have to do something. It was <laughs> yeah. right around October. Yeah, you did one of them, right? But I'm going to get you set up. I know you have, uh, you want to talk a bit about the community outreach, which you want to do with this building? So I'm trying to go after it. I don't want to uh, put the, the horse before the carriage, but um, yeah, if I do go after this uh, building and we get it, It'll open up a lot of things more for the barber pill. Like it'll expand the shop. Obviously, I can hire more people, and having that idea to work with the South Side is exciting for me. And it's good that my wife is on board with me finally with certain projects that I'm doing. So it's kind of, you know, I don't want to go ahead of the thing yet. But if I do get the building, it'll be a podcast in there like this. Um, it'll be a, a, a art room, um, and then all the other rooms I can make separate, like separate barbershops within the building. Would you have like a barber school in there or? I wouldn't do a school. Um, I realize what a school is. It's a lot of responsibility because of a good friend of mine, Tyreek Jackson. Um, I don't know Tyreek. So Tyreek is, uh, <laughs> this guy's a celebrity, but he's so humble. Um, so I take a lot of ideas from him and I learn a lot from him by just watching him every Tuesday morning. He does this show called Tyreek Tuesdays. And he gives out a lot of knowledge for free. It's free 99, he says. And he runs a school. He owns a school, he runs a school, and he ha- he owns a barbershop too. But me realizing what you have to go through as a school owner is just like, ah, that's too much on my plate. I'm already doing a lot. Yeah. So having a barber school, no. Nah, I'll, I'll tutor. I'll, you know, I'll train other barbers. You know, I'll go in and do classes. That's that's fine. But um, that's on my way to getting my teacher's license anyway. So I will be working with him in the near future to complete the rest of the goals. So I'm at, you know, my first license, second license, barber manager. So the last one is on the brink. So that's one of my goals. On the brink? Yeah. So I'm going for it. I have the books already. Um, Just got to get in line of studying after I get rid of all these other, (laughs) you know, things that I have to get done. Do you have the rest of your life planned out? Yeah, your goals much. for yeah, yeah. Why <laughs> I can not? Dig it. But, but why I can not? Dig it. Why not 
at least be prepared, have a plan, right? Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, going through life without direction is not fun. At least if you have something to work towards to, it's a little easier to deal with. Yeah. Obviously, life is going to happen. And it's going to throw things your way. Sometimes it's a roadblock. Sometimes it's a hump. You just never know. So you want to just always have something planned just in case. You know, you just never know. Yeah. Now, mm -hmm. fair enough. Yeah. I've got at least the next five to 10 years. And it was funny because when the podcast came up, I'm like, this is something I'm going to be doing. Now, knowing what I know from production, there's levels I want to go to. Yeah. There's equipment I want to have, uh -huh. you know. Yeah. And uh, but, you know being humble who am i to have anybody give their time towards production unless i can pay somebody 120,000 plus a year for yeah. what it takes to produce a podcast on the crazy level you it, know it takes work um that's why when you finally launch it i was like man that's that's brave because it's oh, a lot of responsibility man. a lot of you know technology involved a lot of you know cutting because it's it, it involves different skill sets yeah it's different disciplines so you got edit editing the shooting the audio that this okay so the other guy that's involved with tyreek is his guy that's behind the scenes the guy like you yeah. his name is uh effects apps and he's the guy that developed my app for the barbershop because i have a app that's built specifically for the barbershop so yeah all my clients could book it that's where the little short came from yeah, the Barber Pill right. app. I yes. remember we put the get it on Google Play and yes. App Store right there. So like, I learned that EFX apps does all the editing, the the shorts, the the filming, all the all mm -hmm. the things put together for um Tyreek so that that could be successful and clean and you know gathered, you know, well to put together. So you doing it on by yourself, that's oh my gosh, <laughs> that's a lot of work. It's, it's insane. It's, it's insane. Um, I do have some help. Shout out to Ukasha with the oh, clips with uh, just with, with cutting shorts and mm -hmm. stuff, because I know what time it takes. Yeah. And I know like I'm not monetizing this. I have a virtual tip jar, but it's not, you know, a lot of this stuff is gifts or donations. It's oh, okay. not it's yeah. not made to it's not set up for sponsorship. I mean, I'm ready to you accept could. sponsors. We've got could. a great looking show. We've got right. episodes under our belt. Yes. But. It, it The goal was never to have this replace anything I'm doing for income. This was all meant to be additive on top of mm -hmm. what I do. And it was originally meant to be like therapy for myself. I was going to record a bunch of episodes and just not put them out. But then I realized how much like uh, the first episode was with Gil Thompson. Oh, and yes. I realized mm -hmm. like, mm -hmm. okay, there's five episodes right there. Have Fredo on, have yeah, Isaiah content, on, yeah. pushing content. their yeah, that's all content. pushing their business. Mm -hmm. Like this becomes a platform for other people to do it. So exactly. the, the theme, you know, I, I could have done something where it was just me and a bunch of my friends shooting the shit. But mm -hmm. I don't think... There's no major podcast that somebody didn't come with a comedy background or oh, yeah. uh, like, yeah. you know, a movie. The variety. You know, an actor. Like if they yeah. already had a following. Yeah. Then they can just talk with their friends because you're hearing about celebrities and it's cool. Yeah. But, you know, you have eight, nine guys on mics just talking about the, the, the game or whatever just happened that week. That wasn't the show that I wanted to create. Mm -hmm. So we do like... Um, the the mentality of persevering so the show is i will not lose right and it's the idea that you can't lose if you set yourself up to know that it's about the journey it's about learning along the way and so the mm -hmm. first episode i did was the goal is to fail in okay. which 
I wanted to be doing things wrong. And I thought I accounted for everything. Mm-hmm. And then like yes. the smoke alarm was going off. So I'm like, well, that's that recording. Mm-hmm. I can't edit it out now, but I could just throw batteries in. To go back to your, I will not lose. I Something popped into my head when you said that. And um, how could you lose when you bet on yourself? And, and the reason why I, I ask, ask it like that is I have a mentality that I'm not going to lose. I refuse to give up when I can try. Period. Yeah. So I really like that. I really like that. It was something to remind me every week. Okay, how can I flip something? So even if there's something going on in the news, Mm -hmm. it's like like uh, when Facebook did the layoffs. It's like everybody, not even just Facebook. There was a whole. I I laid off. (laughs) There was a list. There was like 26 companies that had how many people they (laughs) laid off. People got laid off. Oh my god! But it's like that's that could be a loss, but. It's also the beginning of something new. new. Like everybody yeah. that I know that lost a job, either they went on to better opportunity. Like I don't know anybody that lost their job, lost their house, lost everything. Like it's 2023. Yeah. So speaking on that, um, right in that pandemic when people were getting fired or they were working from home, a lot of people became entrepreneurs. They started mm-hmm. their own startups from their homes. A lot of that went down. So now you have these people quitting these big corporate jobs to do what they actually love to do. They got a taste of it. They got, was a, it. they got a taste of it. A lot of people flipped because of that. They didn't go back. I'm curious as to like, I, I, I honestly, I, I'm on Reddit, like anti-work and mm. I really read people's experience. Like, why are they losing trust in the job? Why are they losing trust in? <sighs> I got a good example for you. Yeah. All right. So I'm going to share a little bit of my life. So um, been in the union for, it's going to be 24 years, right? And you feel like a hostage because when you go to retire, they might not give you all this right up front, but you realize as you get to the end game, you can't retire until a certain age, right? And they have a stipulation. It's, it's at 59 and a half, right? So now you got to think all that stuff you worked for, right? Now you have to wait on your money. You have to wait to retire in order to not get docked. That's part of it. That's unfair to me. To me, it's unfair, but I understand. It takes the choice away. I can understand. I understand. And this is why you're talking about why they don't trust that is because of that. So what are they doing? They're making you wait. They're keeping you, they're holding you to not go, you know, mm-hmm. till a certain age. So I, you know, everything else is, is, is fine. It's that one stipulation that holds on to you because now you have to think about medical. You have mm-hmm. to think about all these things, right? When you're thinking about the end game, retiring is, it's, it has to be planned. That's why I told you, you got to have a plan. I have it planned up until then. Right. I have to, I can't not do anything. I mean, part of the reason why, like, even with me, just like part of my therapy is keeping busy and always having a goal. If I don't have something I'm working towards, I'm going to be drunk. 
I'm yeah. going to be, I just, yeah, I am like, into, I, yeah, you'll fall into other things, but idle hands. What's that? Idle, idle hands, time. the devil idle playground. Time. Yes. Idle time. Yeah. yeah so mm-hmm. I, I believe that a hundred percent. It's true. You keep yourself busy enough. It'll keep you, you know, on the straight and narrow because you have to be focused to do what you're doing. You have to be focused, you know? But I mean, eventually maybe my body will give out. I try to train my body, but most of what I do is with my mind. So I think about that a lot too. Well, the two goes together. One doesn't one, work without the other. One makes one last longer. Exactly. I can believe it. So you telling your mind and a lot of what I do is mental. 90%, if not, don't quote me on that, but I think 90% of what you do is mental. The rest is your body. It's a frame. Whatever you tell yourself you can do, you can do it. Like, I'll give you an example. I ran most of my time. I was a runner, right? And in running, you find out who, what you're made of. Yeah. And when we're talking running, we're talking distance. And running a distance race is like running life, right? It's not a race. So you have to pace yourself, right? Yeah, absolutely. So you find out a lot about yourself. If you speed up the pace, what happens to you? Start, you can't move. You start, you, you just can't move. start happening that you yeah. don't like, oh man, I can't handle that pace. Back it off until you can move up to that pace. You know what I mean? That's that's kind of like the analogy of what, what what that means to, you know, how I look at that. Now you have to pace it. That makes sense. Yeah. Do you still run? I still run. I do a 5K um, every Sunday now because I joined this little group. It's called Freelance Training. Uh, big up to Alec. Um, it was me and him talking about this in the car. And we started this thing. It's, it's free for those who want to get in shape or do something with themselves, get active, get the blood moving. Yeah. Wednesday at nine at the YMCA, we meet up, we run two miles there. AM or PM? AM, AM. And then Sunday, it's in the afternoon, 2 PM. You come out, you can run it, walk it, speed walk it, jog, whatever. Come as you are. There's no expectation. That's the beauty of it. You know, now you, if you call him on any other day, which is outside of the norm, then he'll charge, you know, he'll have to charge you something for that because it's personal training. He is a trainer though. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. So he was a boxer himself. And, uh, you know, I do martial arts. <laughs> I mean, a 5K so, is no light joke. So no, to do that every no. week. So I run, I actually run it because there's a savage race coming and I'm that? training for the savage along with some other tests that's coming up this year for me. Um, but that's test number one. So the savage race is a three mile run with 16 obstacles, maybe more. Yeah, and I saw you have pictures of your last one. You were like waist and deep you in have the mud. To be ready. Yes, and you have to be ready ment- mentally. Yeah. That's all mental. The body, once you get it in shape, it'll it'll do the work. But you do have to do the work. You have to put the work in before you go do something like that. You, you know, that's like jumping over the cliff and you're not, you know. So yeah, running man. the 5Ks is getting my body and my mind used to running that three miles. The 5K, running the three miles, right? And now I can work on pace. And every time I go, I try to do better than the last time. And that's just a program in me because running was my thing. That's honestly why I took a break from Mm -hmm. running. I was way too intense with it. At least for me, it was. Yeah. It was a, so I ran mostly for the endorphin release, but. Oh, yes. Mm -hmm. Then I found myself like if I didn't run, Mm -hmm. I was angry, depressed. I was irritable. I was oh. like snapping on my coworkers. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. If, if I couldn't go for so a run was, and yeah. run like three miles very fast, I, I would start to suffer. So I was like, what am I doing it for? 
And then when I started, I started gaining weight while mm. running. And so, that was a, that was a tough. So there was no balance. It, that's what that sounds like because, all right, if I don't go to Taekwondo on Wednesdays, I get like that because it's my routine. Yeah. I love going to class because that's, that's my other area where my mind is at peace. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I love to train there. It's like my second home. Where's your gym I, or dojo? So Kim's Black Belt um, Academy is right. On Sunday, right? No. Oh, so that's the other one. I go to that one too. Okay. But my home gym is uh, by the cup, um, right behind the cup on that one street, right by uh, where Liberty is. You know, you go down the street, the cup is there and that uh, vegan treats. I know the area. It's, it's right behind the vegan Linden treats. Street? Yeah, Linden, yes. Got it, yeah. Right. So that's, you know, that's my run every uh, Wednesday at seven. That's my run. And um, that's where some of the ideas come in when I'm training, I'm zoned out, you know, I'm, I'm, yeah, in, yeah. I'm into it. And so if I miss it, uh, at least I have a balance. So now I can go running. I don't have to, cause I cross train too. So it, not, it doesn't necessarily have to be Taekwondo, but if I train, it still helps me with that. And that's what I was gonna mention to you. Like if you, you know, if you're, like you said, you didn't get to run. There's always something you could do to balance that. Yeah. And so I try to create that balance, you know, that a balance is important. It's, I was, important. I was definitely not there. Yeah. That's the sort of stuff I go and I talk about uh, failures that I've had with, with things just because yeah. I, what's some, like, what do I have to lose being vulnerable about something that I learned? If somebody no. else can go and learn from it and yes. be like, oh, okay, yes. maybe that's something. I, I, I get too tired of social media where everybody yeah. puts out, this is what I just bought. This is what I have. This is great. Yeah, it's like there's nobody's yes. life is a highlight reel. You know what and I mean? They don't tell you about the pitfalls and the, the failures. We just said, we just talked about that. I'm glad you mentioned that too, because there was a lot of failings before I was where I'm at now, I, there was a lot of failures. You know, I know we don't talk about them. Yeah, there's a lot of things that happen. Sometimes I got discouraged. It's like, man, am I going to really do well with this shop? Am I going to, you know? Oh, yeah. You question yourself. Oh, yeah. At some point, oh, you yeah. have those questions. You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> I do all the you time. You know, you're in your head. You're like, oh, man, how am I going to make it through this one? You know? Mm -hmm. And those questions pop into your head and it, it makes such a difference in having a, a good, positive mental outlook. And leads me into my next chapter where I'm at right now is pushing mental health for us. Yeah, for, man. For anybody that's around me in my group, I'm going to push it. Because I believe it's something that came to me out of, I didn't ask for that. It just came to me. Um, it was presented to me in such a way where I couldn't avoid it. And something just told me, just keep working at this. Somebody needs to hear it. Somebody needs to know that without the proper mental health, you can be in danger of other things. Yeah. You know, it could really destroy you. It could really destroy your family if you're not mentally stable. Talked about um, the, the failures, right? Um, the things that we go through, Right. Yeah. Um, some of it's their tests, right? And we're all going to get tested at some point. At some point, you're going to get tested. And it's going to depend on how you come out of that. How do you, how do you turn that around? You know? 
and it takes time to work at some of those things. And sometimes it, it may happen a little more than normal for some that can't get out of that slump. Mm-hmm. And, you know, shout out to preventive measures because that's a buddy of mine, Dwayne Jones. Um, preventive also, measures. Uh-huh. And so if I were to refer um, folks, that's where I would do because I do the walk uh, with them too. So I started that walk and I'll continue to do the walk with them every year. Um, Mental health month is May, right? So in May, they usually have this walk. They have um, donations and things like that that goes on. But to get back to that, um, it's important to have a good group, uh, a good support group. Yeah. um, Which will help you to work through what you're going through. That's why they say um, when you have certain people around you, it's important because those are the people you want to be around when you need to be picked up. Yeah. I hear that completely. You see what I'm saying? Because without those people, you, you know, you would have been left, left hanging, you know, left, left out to dry. Oh yeah. And you get to find out who those people are when you're at your lowest. And some people, some people I had to cut off. I had to cut off a lot of people. Because they weren't for me. They didn't have your best interests. Yeah. Genuinely. This is what we don't talk about. A lot of people don't mention this, but it's part of it. Yeah. And some people wonder why you don't call them back, why you don't deal with them anymore. Well, now you know. Me and my current best friend took a few years apart. We just, we weren't the best for each other. We were. You, You outgrow people too. Yeah. Yeah. It happens. Well, you can always catch back up in life. You got to give people room to grow. Like just because you cut someone off 10 years ago, doesn't mean that they can't flip it. I agree. And, and some people are just no good for you. And you have to have that discernment to know that they're no, that's not going to work for you. Because you're, when you're moving in another direction, sometimes you going in that other direction is, is going to have people fall off of you anyway. Right, right. Because not everybody's exactly. going to follow you. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Um, I wanted to get a chance before you could go. I'm going to go through this. I don't know when the drop date will be because I want to okay. go through, make sure I throw Evan's logo up there. Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, anybody that you shouted out, if you want to send me their logo, okay. I'll throw it up there. Yeah, no worries. Um, so the ones are that, that I closely work with, um, but uh, there's there's a lot of new ones in the in the mix because everybody's going to have a play in the big picture. You need a set of people, right? And we're, we're yeah. talking about how um, I love to network, right? I love introducing other people to other people because that's what the barbershop does. It brings people together, right? That, exactly. Look at, look at what we have. You've got the podcaster, graphic guy, electrician, plumber, right? Realtor. Yeah. Right? Physical trainer. At, physical trainer, right? Jiu-jitsu guy. We'll open up his own gym. Um, we have... Uh, the freelance training, right? And, uh, we have preventive measures. We have the elixir, which I just did a uh, leg therapy because I'm destroying my legs every Sunday and Wednesday. By the time I'm finished with Taekwondo, my legs are spent. So now I know I can go to the elixir and sit down and get the leg compression or other treatments. She has a hyperbolic chamber and all that stuff in there. Really? You have to yeah, put so me that. I didn't even yeah, know so about it's called that. elixir. So there you go. <laughs> see another one. You see, but this is where networking proves yeah. itself. It it it's it, it does its work on its own. All you have to do is put the right people in the right place. I like it. 
So we got a whole bunch of shout outs. Stay tuned for stuff. We're going to have law back. This was the first episode of many to do. We got, we had to talk about entrepreneurialism, mental health, um, any of these sorts of things. We'll absolutely kind of put it together. Yeah, man. But all right, man. Awesome. Thank you. (laughs)